We'll get there eventually. More 80s. What's going on, man? Brian Jump, SAI Service Marketing Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Where we talk service, we talk marketing on a podcast. And we listen to this high treble, crappy quality music leading. Eventually, we'll get some good stuff. I'll get a better speaker. We'll dub it in, but that's eventually. How you been, man? Everything good? Y'all prepped up for uh, Halloween? Coming up. I think it's Monday? Is it next Monday? I think. What do I know? If it ain't service, it ain't marketing, it ain't shit. So, yeah, I wish, man. When it comes to Halloween, I miss going out with my kids and trick-or-treating. It's been a long time. I miss those awkward years when they got into their teens, too, and they were like kind of just running around doing their own thing, but then we'd, we'd be walking around the street, maybe a a beverage in a cup kind of thing and just taking in all the families and watching the young kids saying hi and it's just the zenith it's the twilight of of your parenting it's one of those those you know civil war musket shots over your head telling you hey man you're gonna be an empty nester soon you know kind of thing so anyway how you been enough of my uh sad uh depressing uh empty nester comments but uh, yeah, my youngest is now 19, or our youngest, not mine. Um, and he's in college, so that's the way it goes. Um, so everything good? We've been busy. Things are going good. Uh, we signed up another student. He'll be starting in a couple weeks. Looking forward to that. Uh, we're jetting off to big uh, Kauai this weekend for a quick little five-day little hop and scoot. That's going to be fun. Well-deserved. We work hard. We play hard. Math is hard, etc. Um, today we're going to talk about testimonials. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, they're part of our, you know, our business social fabric. Um, I don't think you can, well, you can avoid them. I mean, the guys that do business off of Craigslist pretty much avoid them. But and then people wonder why when they go to Craigslist and they select a a service on, on Craigslist and you know, how they get burnt. We had a person the other day said, oh yeah, I know I found the service on Craigslist and they said, hey, no worries, we'll get started. Just uh, give me the money for the parts and then I'll get all the parts together and and we'll get working on your car, which is normal. That's what you do. Oops. A little alarm there, but uh, a little alarming. But uh, what happened was this wasn't a legit business though. So they gave this person uh, their money and they didn't get the parts, of course. So that's bad. That's bad. We, we do the same thing. I, I ask for parts money, but I got a brick and mortar. I'm not a mobile person. And uh, I also have a social, um, social media accounts. So I'm held accountable. People forget about that shit. Oh, man, they don't have a business. Let's see. And they don't have a website. They don't even, I don't even know their name, actually. So he just said his name is, I'm going to fix it. So, yeah. Um, so I felt kind of bad for this person. Uh, but at the same time, what do you do? And it's the same thing when they bring you, um, work that you, they've done elsewhere and then they want you to fix it, but they, because of the person's done it, they're expecting it to be cheaper. Right. Um, and I'm sure this happens in all kinds of industries, not just ours with automotive. And it's, I feel bad, but I, I, 
it's often more. Would have been cheaper for them to come to me first, but now that somebody's made more work for me, I, I can't just out of pity, you know, sacrifice my business and my my people and my time. Um, I I empathize. Hey, you know, I'm really sorry. Okay, let's get to the hard stuff now. This is going to cost you two times what it, what it costs if you wouldn't have came, if you would have came here first. We had a case in point. We had a Escalade 600 black, real nice guy, George. Um, smashed up front bumper. Somebody had already painted it. And when I mean paint it, I'm talking literally like Krylon black spray paint from Ace Hardware or whatever. And, you know, and and so not only do we have to fix this bumper and all the damage, but we got to take off all that old paint. That's more time. Most of the time when you're working on, on a vehicle like we do, we're dealing with factory paint. And factory paint is factory. So it's it's shorter, quicker, easier, all the it checks all the boxes. But when you have resprays or freaking ghetto fabulous attempts, it's just, you know, you get my point, right? So anyway. So yeah, testimonials, they we're, we'll get right after it. They're they're important. Um, I think they serve a, a purpose. I think you need to kind of filter on your own. I don't think you should be seeking a 5.0. Um, but I think fours, I would definitely look at fours. I mean, anybody's a three or below, then you got to ask yourself, huh, you know, let's look at these things. Maybe they just had a had a rough break or something. I don't know, you know. But um, but the, the thing with testimonials is, is, number one, the consumer can kind of harangue a little bit the business, especially if they have a limited amount of testimonials. The more you have, number one, this is some of the best advice I can give you guys, is you want to build up a good portfolio of testimonials so you're a little bit defensible. So if you get that one a-hole that comes in and he or she is like, you know what, you give me what I want, you give it to me now. They're like holding you up, but they're holding you up with with basically just like fraud over a, te a, a testimonial. You know, I'm going to give you a shitty review unless you give me all of what I want. And it happens. It happens. I was talking to uh, our student, as a matter of fact, he was doing detailing and he ran across a guy that was just being a complete super douche. He's like, yeah, you know what? You'll give it to me free and you'll give me some extra stuff. Otherwise, blah, blah. And it's like, like Andrew, man, that sucks. You, you just, don't let this person get over on you. But Andrew probably didn't have 100 reviews or 200 plus reviews. If he did, he wouldn't give a shit about one. And people that would read it would look and go, you know what? Maybe that person wasn't really scrupulous and Andrew's a good dude and he's got all these other dozens or hundreds of reviews. I still feel confident with him. But that's the problem though. I mean, you're at the at the whim, right, of your competitors, an ex-girlfriend, uh, a mercenary, whatever, you know, fill in the blanks. So, so if you're in business and you're online or you have people are gonna be looking at you online, I'll tell you right now, you you damn well better have a pretty good track record. If you don't, your business is, is potentially going to suffer. And it sucks. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. You know, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's not my fault. Um, but let's go further into it. Okay, that, that you see, you saw some pros and cons. Let's talk about ad costs. So let's say you're, you're purchasing ads to grow your business. Okay. They're not going down each year. They're going higher. And here's what's going to happen. Every market segment, ads are going to get more and more expensive. Why? Because bigger businesses are going to get smarter. They're going to grow faster than you. They've got more resources than you. And they're going to, it's going to be harder and harder in the future to have a small business succeed trying to take out a big business or compete with. Let's say you're an auto body shop. okay? 
and let's say you're mom and pop, and then a dealership body shop has, you know, 10, 10 chains, 10 locations. That's revenue they can use to squeeze you. And they, they could just be out there just brand building. So here you are trying to compete, putting your, your pennies, your shekels online, and this 10-store body shop chain's crushing you. They don't mind if they lose a little bit of money on the ads. They don't have to make money. They're just, they just yeah, you know, we'll just, we'll just throw 10 grand a day or, you know, 50 grand a month or something. And just, yeah, who cares? You know, we're doing 1.5 million a month. We don't care about $10,000. Whereas a small guy would be like, fuck, 10,000? I'd be lucky to spend 500 to 1,000 a month. So he's screwed. So this is one of those ways I'm trying to tell you right now, if you want to compete, get testimonials because then those testimonials are going to turn into referrals and you're going to start getting getting more, more business. Because at the end of the day, you could end up advertising against big corporations like, like Google themselves might advertise on their own platform against you, which sucks, but it's just the way it goes. Or Amazon, or like I said, another corporation. The ad platforms are, are not in your control. And if most of your business is out of your control, then you have more risk. Okay. So that being said, do you like to feel like you're not in control? It's kind of a shitty feeling, isn't it? It's like being in an airplane and there's turbulence. It starts to shake and you're like, fuck, I don't have any control up here. And when do we ever really truly have control? But at least we think we do. When we're in an airplane, we freaking our butt start to pucker when that thing starts to shake and rattle and roll. You know damn well you don't have control. And hopefully you've got yourself a little Jack Daniels or you're just so freaking sedentary and, and mellow, you don't give a shit. No anxiety, just chill out and relax. So let's say you've got some testimonials. Let's say you're building up a book of business and you've been doing this shit now. You've been around the block a couple of times. It's been a few years under your belt there, Pappy. All right, so the more passive clients you have that you're getting from referrals and testimonials, the more defensible your business is. I talk about defense, how, like having a moat around your business so you don't have to sway, you don't have to have anxiety like that turbulence plane, okay? So do you see what I'm saying? You get testimonials, more people come to you, you get more referrals. It's almost like a perpetual money machine, which is nice. Less necessary time and money for ads and more people coming on your own book of business. Mo there's a lot of business, I'm not gonna say most, but there's a lot of businesses that don't have to do any advertising anymore. Because they're so built up and they've got such a track record that their business, or what if you, if only 50% of your business was repeat or referral, that'd be pretty badass. A hundred percent, I'd be, I'd be super stoked. But right now we're probably close to 50, you know, and I've been doing this shit for a long time, but only, unfortunately I've only been doing it at this location. Hmm. I see what you're saying now, Brian. You, we're at different locations. If you'd have stuck, stayed put at one spot, you might have more than 50%. You're right. You're absolutely right, Dexter. So, more passable clients, passive clients, the more defensible. How can you get them? Number one, yes, you have to request referrals. You have to request for testimonials. You can do it automated. You could do it face-to-face, -face, you know, texting or emails, whatever. It is okay to ask. I don't give a shit what platform says. You will not ask for bullshit, okay? Where are they going to be when you get that fake, freaking review from your competitor down the street because he's trying to come in and edge out your business. Where, where are they going to be when they say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't dig it down. Yeah, they're, they're going to be nowhere. You got you to push the limits. Push them limits. Okay? It's okay to ask. What about you uh, give them some upgrades to get a review? 
Yeah, to a point. Nothing's nothing that looks like bribery. You know, keep it minimum slime factor. Maximum slime factor is not a good look. Okay. I'll give you guys an example of how this shit can actually work. There was a guy that came in, and and he, he was he came in. He's a customer. Came in for service, and but he does some online marketing. He's like, yeah, you know, I got a cousin. Um, I helped him out a little bit. He's on Yelp. He's back east. He's got. Uh, he started with one location for his moving business. Now he's got like three or four, and each location has over eight hundred reviews. Okay, eight hundred, and they they range between a 4.8 and a 5.0 for 800. That's like almost unheard of, especially for a moving company. If you've ever used a moving company, you know you, you probably aren't getting them a 5.0. And if they get a 4.8, holy crap, they must have done some nasty shit to you to get that kind of review. Assuming you like nasty shit, and I think you do. So does that guy need to advertise? No, he doesn't. The guy's killing it, killing it. He's number one in all three of those markets. And by the way, they're big cities. Like there's one is a suburb of Boston. The other one was Connecticut. And I think the last one was like New Hampshire or something. He doesn't need to advertise because he spoofed the system. And he's got reviews galore. And he's got repeat business now. And people trust him when they go look for him on these social media platforms. Okay. So let's recap. Testimonials. Referrals. Get them. It's important. Don't be lazy. Don't do what most businesses do and just keep advertising and don't, and ignore the value of a new customer or of a I'm sorry of an of an old customer. New customers, I mean, they're so expensive to get. A, a repeat referral customer is pretty much free. The cost to acquire new customers every day, every year is going to get more and more expensive and harder and harder and harder. So there it is. And there's a phone call coming in, by the way. And no, I'm not going to answer it live on this podcast. That'd be rude. And I don't want to be rude to you guys. I'm classy. That's right. I'm classy lassie. So anyway, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in, man. Have yourself a great, great Wednesday. You guys are all awesome. I appreciate it, man. I love all you guys. You guys know that. There's one of you I don't love. I just kind of like. The rest of you, I love. And thank you. And now you're all going to wonder who that one person is. And I ain't going to say it. Maybe I'm bullshitting. Maybe I'm actually being very truthful. We'll never know. Thanks so much, guys. Have yourself a great day. and We'll catch you on the next SAI, Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now. One more music real quick.